Hello and welcome, you are listening to the 10 for 2 podcast with me, your host, George Hutton. Welcome back to the 10 for 2 podcast. Today's guest on episode 6 is someone I've been working, for, working with for the last couple of years. If you follow my Instagram or Facebook, you'll see a couple of cool videos that we made together, mostly, mostly, mostly my hard work. Um, he is a bit of an interesting one because he's spent a couple of years as a international camper in an American camp and then a couple of years as a staff member as well at Indian and Forest Acres Camp in Maine. So welcome Harrison Moore. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me, George. I've been uh, very excited to do this since you sat out, mate. A uh, bit disappointed I'm the sixth guest, but it's all right. We'll, uh, we'll make this one a good one. So yeah, thank you for having me. Well... Yeah, it doesn't go in order of all the people I like, so that's <laughs> it, favourite person, because if it was like that, you'd be about 50. <laughs> you don't know 50 people, mate. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, cool, so your, your very first summer was 2016, when you were just 15 years old. Um, how how was it kind of going as a as an international to somewhere you kind of, you've never been before, obviously all the... The rest of the campers, I presume, were American campers and stuff like that. Was it quite hard fitting in those those first few days? So I remember in um, we went to visit the summer before. So we went to visit the camp, but but the camp literally just finished the day before we went to visit. And I remember turning up and thinking, oh, that'll just be amazing. Playing footy every day will just be insane. Do you know what I mean? Just playing footy, not having a care in the world will just be amazing. So we were pretty convinced as soon as we went to visit and, and the director, Mo, um, or the assistant director Mo said to us, he just convinced us on it. He was an awesome guy, proper proper American guy, and he just convinced us that we were going. So we were meant to visit a few camps, but we just visited that one. Um, and we, me and my brother were convinced. Um, so we, we, we turned up um, to camp, and, and I remember a few days before before opening day, I was really nervous. We, we were at my, my parents' camp as they were getting ready to open their camp before we, before we came to ours, and I was really nervous, to be fair. And my, my brother Billy, who's younger than me, he wasn't. He wasn't too nervous, so it was kind of bugging me a little bit that the older brother was, was nervous, but it's, it's just one of them things. So we turned up on the day, and funny enough, the first person we met was a Scouser. So the first person we met there was a, was a Scouser, and I thought, yeah, it was all right. It turned out he was a Liverpool fan, so that, that, that didn't end too well. Um, but so we, so we met him and, and, and everything. So we went to our cabin, parents left, and that, that was really hard. And I remember being sat there. We went to the pool me and my brother and there was this amazing woman Bonnie who, who now is is a close friend and just an amazing person who missed out on Olympic Olympic swimming by like 0.02 of a second and, and me and my brother were big swimmers when we grew up so we went straight to the pool started swimming and she was you know she was impressed with how he could swim or whatever and it started raining and um, me and my brother just sat there crying we were just like what are we doing here we don't know anyone because because all the like buses hadn't arrived yet because we got there a bit early um, so we were like, what are we doing? Um, we'd just been to lunch and everyone was like singing and I was like, I'm never singing in my life. Um, so it, that was really, really tough. And the first few days, I, I remember my buddy Johnny coming in and this kind of all-American, six-foot, like huge guy coming in. I was just like, oh God, he's going to hate me. Um, the, day, the day, the second day of camp, we were, we were doing football and I gave Johnny a concussion. He was like, you know, the kid on Johnny was like the cool kid on camp and I gave him a concussion with my knee. So that people didn't like me from the start there, but um, I think it kind of it, it warmed everyone up, and I got to know people from that. But 
the magic of camp is as soon as you throw a ball around with someone, it just drops everything. Um, and, and, you know, it was just amazing to, you, you make friendships so quickly. It's unbelievable. Um, so how come your parents decided to, to ship you off from, from Liverpool over to, to America for, for camp? So my dad first went to camp back in, you know, way back when in his second year of college. Um, and he went to Trails End Camp and, and one of his campers there, my mum and my mum and him spent time there. Um, they they both went there together for maybe three, four, five summers, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but it's something we ever always growing up we, we we spoke about and it was something that we always wanted to do. Um on oh, for instance, our house is named after it, our house is called Trails End Trails End and it's something that was always, you know, we're an outdoor family. We, we we love stuff like that, but it's something that was always kind of the end goal to work, to work there, never to necessarily be campers or anything like that. But I guess it just worked out that way. So one of my dad's campers from when he went to camp actually became the director of a camp and, and, and owned the camp. So he loved my mum and dad to bits. So he wanted my mum and dad to run it for him or, or help him run it. Um, so they went over there and they, they, Oh, sorry, he came over a few times. I think my sisters went the year before me and my brother to, to work and, and my sister, one of them didn't work, one of them did. Um, so so they went over there and then we went to visit that summer and I think we were all pretty convinced that it's something that we we wanted to do because you, you go to camp and you're just blown away by the second you get there. Um, but having said that, my parents, if they were to run it, we, we needed to go somewhere, me and my brother. So as theirs is an all-girls camp, so... And we weren't old enough to work, so that was it. They they needed to find somewhere for us to be campers, and uh, I'm very thankful that we, we we were young enough to be campers. To be honest with you, because uh, one of the best experiences of my life, hands down. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the running things I talk about is in the podcast is that it would have been amazing to be able to go as a camper to camp. Like it's such an amazing experience just as staff, but being able to go as a camper is even better really because you you kind of get to really experience everything i, I do I, feel very lucky to to have done it to be honest george like you even like obviously you i've known you for a while now, and i remember telling you for the first time and telling other people and people people are shocked that i was a camper and it's it's awesome to be able to, to have the perspective of being a camper and um, you know it's, it's a great life experience as well so how did you you saying you and you and billy had a little little cry by the by the swimming pool when your um your parents had dropped you off and, and left you. Um and I remember kind of feeling the same when I was still like eighteen at camp, like being like where where am I? What am I doing here kind of thing. Um how were the first couple of weeks of of kind of not not knowing ever or anyone and you know, your parents have left you there. How how did you cope with those those first few weeks? So I remember that first day was honestly one of the worst days of my life. I got into the bed in a cabin, a rickety old cabin and horrendous so that, that was really horrific and I remember that I remember the first night and and my my counselor then is a good friend now and, and we were on staff together um but I remember my first night I started writing a letter like the very first night at camp everyone else is here buzzing to be here just not caring about the parents and I'm sat there writing a letter to my parents um so we weren't allowed to speak on the phone to our parents for the first two weeks obviously they, they I don't know if it's same at your camp judge but the first week they don't let the kids speak and then phone time starts to get like kind of kind of introduced um so I won't lie it wasn't until I think parents weekend it all the way up until parents weekend I was thinking oh I just want to see my parents I just want to see my parents and, and I miss them or whatever 
But then as soon as I stepped foot away from camp on parents' weekend, because we, we have a day where we can leave with our parents, um, as soon as I stepped foot, I realised that even them four weeks already were the best four weeks of my life, the, the four weeks that I just had. And every it, it was tough at first, it really was. I remember speaking to them and getting upset on the phone the first time. But, you know, I'd made such good friends already. And I think it took me like a week or two to get camp, to, to, to you know, a way of saying, oh, camp, he gets camp. And people told me I got it straight away, but I really don't think I did. I, it took me a few weeks to, to understand. I'm a very passionate person, so people love that. And, you know, I helped us win the football tournament, uh, the soccer tournament, I should say. And not to toot to my own horn, but um, I won MVP of the, the American football tournament, I think it was maybe on week two. Um, so people, you know, it's like people absolutely love me for that. Um, I think I scored like a few, several touchdowns or whatever. So people love me and, and I, I started to love camp. So I think it was the minute I stepped away from it on parents weekend was the second I realised this is where I want to be for a long, long time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess kind of growing up with your parents having been to camp and then talking about it all as well will help help you be kind of prepared and you're a very... I'm a camp family, aren't you? You're all very kind of outgoing and personable, which, which like you say, definitely, definitely would have helped. Um, did you get to hang out much with your brother that year? Did you kind of support each other through that that first summer? So yeah, for the first few weeks, we we it was very much Bill made friends real quick. Bill Bill had a, a awesome cabin, and me too. I had an amazing cabin, but I just it took me a little longer to maybe gel, um, or or to just settle down. Maybe not gel, but to settle down, um. Bit, me and Bill spent a lot of time together the first few weeks, but then after that, we we were always there for each other. Our camp isn't massive. I think there's about 150 campers in a good summer, so it's not a massive camp. So you know, we were we were in different units. He was in the senior unit, I was in the BB unit, but we we definitely saw each other a lot in sports. We were at the periods we would see each other dining hall, etc. But he he was very much he, he had his friends straight away. So. If, if anything, I think that kind of helped because he had his friends, so I couldn't keep going to him to 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 be with him, and I had to get out there and just make friends. Do you know what I mean? So that was really cool. Um, it, it was amazing to have him there. Obviously, when you're having a rough patch, or you know, my birthday was at camp, which was the first time I'd never seen my parents on my birthday. So that was kind of a a weird one. Um, and of course, sixteen over there is such a big birthday for them all. So, um, you know, it, it was kind of strange, but we we definitely spent a lot of time together over the years at camp. I think. Maybe in my second camp year, we didn't spend as much time together, but um, you, you know, we we were always there with each other. To be honest with you, so it, it was amazing to have my brother there and experience it with him. Nice. And with like our camp, you can. It's obviously a lot easier to start at, at the younger ages when the the divisions haven't bonded that well. But coming in at, at fifteen, like thinking of the the fifteen year olds at my camp, they're all been going to camp for seven eight years know each other really well and they're like one solid family so it's normally quite a lot harder for for new people coming in to kind of break in into that family did you find that happened your your first summer a hundred percent even the second summer as, as i'm sure we'll get to it was i came into a cabin that as you say uh so johnny timmy elliot oliver guillermo we had ever, there was a bunch of guys and they'd been together in their cabin since they were as you said maybe seven or eight and these guys loved camp more than more than you can ever imagine. They love camp, and and I think for me it was maybe for for some of them it was maybe a little bit like who's this new guy coming to our cabin? Hundred percent, and I get it. I would be the same way myself. Um, you know, who's this new guy coming into the cabin? He's foreign, whatever. 
Um, but when my friend said my friend Timmy arrived late and me and Timmy instantly bonded like beyond belief. I, I was good, I was close with everyone in the cabin, really close. I classed them all as some of my best friends, but me and Timmy, he's American, he's from, he's from New York, but he loves football, he loves soccer, so he's a big Tottenham fan. So instantly me and him just had this insane connection. Um you know, we were like really were like brothers and that really helped because Timmy was, you know, the guy on camp. He really was. So I think that definitely helped, um, helped me maybe gain respect, especially being English. There was never, ever an English camper at our camp before. Um, so people were, were kind of maybe a bit taken aback by that, but the gels were so hard to kind of break down at first. Um, just because people have their own set ways at camp, you know, it's like with traditions and things like that. It's, it's very hard to, to make yourself a, a part of that. Um, but I think if you, if you respect camp and you respect the values and you, you give everything you've got every day, then people ultimately just, just love that. And, and that's all it took really to, to just be outgoing and, and do whatever was in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, you kind of have to, almost be a different person, go a bit bit more crazy, get a bit more involved in the things you, you don't want to do um, or didn't think, wouldn't see yourself doing, um, which I think you didn't. Were you like leading in one of the shows? I remember watching the video of you sitting up on stage once. I like to tell people I was the lead, but I almost definitely wasn't. Um, but but I did have a I did have a great role. So we do a co-ed play. So our camp, our camp is, is two separate camps. We've got a boys camp and a girls camp, but they're only about a mile and a half apart. So we spend a lot of time with the girls, especially as you get older in the age groups, you spend more and more time together. So we do a co-ed, co-ed play and it was amazing this year. I remember, I didn't know this, but it was one of the biggest turnouts in the history of camp for the co-ed play. Um, and it, it will go down as one of the best. It was amazing. There were so many people involved, maybe, you know, it, it was just amazing. So we did Greece, and I was uh, the teen angel. Um, so I, I performed and it was something that I never used to do, but I, I got along really well with the, the guy who was running the play, Ange, who's, who's a bit of a legend. He grew up at camp too. Um, so it, it, I just I just threw myself into it, and even even I, you all remember George. Even when I was doing the play, I was laughing. I was just I had wings on, I had gold pants on, and everything. So um, that video is very hard to find, and I've made sure it's very hard to find. But George, you you were privileged enough to see it. But it's definitely something I'm so happy that I did, and I, I did the code play again the year after. So definitely did things that I never thought I would would, would ever do, and it, it definitely it changed changed my outlook on, 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 you know, getting out of my comfort zone and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, how did, what did your kind of friends back home think of, of you going out to camp and stuff like that? So at the time you, you go, oh, I'm going to camp and they're like, what, you're camping in a, in a field for the summer and you're like, oh, yeah, good, good one. But, but that genuinely is for some people, the perception of what it is. Um, my friends definitely thought it was, it was, you know, at that time to be going away for such a like, three months for such a long time, at, uh, you know, fifteen is it's it's strange. It's it's not really heard of, especially here. Um, and and I was big. We were big into swimming at that point. You know, we were swimming nine times a week. So even that was it. That was huge. We were meant to be training over the summer, but not me. And my, I think my brother, my, me and my brother, might have done one 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 training session over there. But our friends definitely. I don't know. Even even now they still don't get it to be honest and and there's a few there's friends that you would say come to camp a hundred percent but uh, same for you George you, camp is a very special place and I kind of like the fact that people don't get it and people you know you get you get people laugh at you all the time and stuff like that but uh, they they saw how happy it made me I still get the mic taken out of me for posting on Instagram about camp and whatever but it is what it is. 
yeah, like I've I've had a few of my friends come to camp, but I wouldn't invite like loads of people. It's kind of like your thing, isn't yeah. it? Like, a lot I've said to to go to camp, but like try and find their own camp so they can be their own person and do their own thing, kind of thing. Um, and then how was it going into your your second year back at, at camp as a as a camper? So it was a little bit a little bit. Um... So I, I went to, I was changing cabin because all of my cabin that I was in the year before, they, that was their last year. And it was meant to be my last year too. But obviously, because it was only my first year, the, the Jeff, the, the owner of the camp said to me, look, you, you're more than welcome to do, to do it again. And I was very unsure because I was close with the guys below, but definitely not. You know, they, they were one of the tightest knit cabins I've ever seen. And, and, and they had the same counsellor since they were maybe 12 um, so it was definitely, it wasn't even just like the, the campers that were there, it was the counsellor as well. And I got along with, with Pascal, the counsellor, the summer before, but they were very, um, you know, they did their own thing at camp and, and they were such a close cabin, it, it was a joke. So me coming in, I remember we were in a group chat and a few of the boys were like, look, it's nothing personal, we just don't want you in the cabin. And um, a few of them were like, yeah, for sure. But I, and ultimately I respected either way, but I remember speaking to Jeff there and he was like, whatever happens, you're going to be in that cabin. So I was, I made up my mind and I went back and I think it, <laughs> I remember uh, one of my best friends, Killian and, and Killian was very objective to me being in the cabinet first. Um, but we, we literally, I remember it literally being about a day and everyone was just like, this is just awesome. Like, and, 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 you know, it was just, it felt like, and they, the boys have told me since it felt like I was in their cabin for a long, long time. Um, the, the thing that I definitely struggled with going back to camp my second year was, you have, especially when maybe not second to third year or third to fourth year, but first to second year, you have this perception that camp is the exact same place. And you, you think, oh, if the people that weren't there the year before, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be as good. Do you know what I mean? You have all these myths in your head about, about camp. You think you know it a little bit, but when you go back and if anything, I'm so glad I changed cabins because I had such a wider group of friends, friends, um, and it, it just made me realise that camp is such a special place, no matter if you're someone you've spent every year with at camp or someone, or you're going your first time and you don't know anyone. You know, it's it's such a special place. And I think I realised that my second year, just how special it was. Um, because, again, none of my friends from the first year were there. Literally not one of them, um, apart from a few. There was a few that I wasn't so close with, um, but still friends, but none of my, like, my core group. Um so it was very, very strange. Um, but again, it, it took maybe a day, maybe half a day um, to realise that it was a great fit to be in that cabin. It really was. Yeah, I think you see that at our camp, especially with the American staff, like if the, their friends from their division don't decide to come back, then like none of them will come back. Yeah. Um, whereas like the internationals, it's a bit more like, even if you go back and none of your friends are going back, you're going to make new friends in the first few days and then you're, you're good to go and kind of crack on. Like looking back over my nine summers, there's I think one or two people that are still at camp from my first summer. Um, and like obviously just been changing like kind of my, my friends that have been there and still in contact with people from each year, but obviously not everyone's going to come back each year, but it's still the, the same magical place each summer. Well, and, and you know what? You, you'll know this better than anyone, George, the amount of times you've been there, but you 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 have to learn. I I learned to to not change who I was, but to 
to adapt to different friendship groups and, and to, to do things differently. And it, it happened to a few of my friends, especially international staff. They came back and their exact same group came back and it ruined the summer for them. It really did because they come back and they stay within that, that group. But the magic of camp when you very first go is that you have no clique, you have no group and you have no triangle that you only hang out with. Do you know what I mean? So when, when you have a wide variety of friends, camp is, is that's that's what makes camp for me. That really is. Yeah, definitely. I think now I know, like the more you go back, you kind of know more and more people and mm-hmm. the people I've been counsellors for are now staff as well. So I kind of know everyone at camp really. So it's... Deeper, I don't have to like walk into the room and try and look for my friends. I can just walk in and sit down wherever and hang out with with anyone, which is is lovely. Nice feeling. Yeah. Um. And so your your second year as well, you got the the honour of of co captain for Colour War. Is that right? Yeah. So Colour War Camp is is the the thing of the summer. It's it's five days long. It's you're on the same team throughout your whole your your whole camp camp. Uh, lifespan and, and you're on the same team as your your uh, you know some people their great great grandparents were were on a team and they're on the same team now and it's so we have the reds and the browns um and from from the day i got there the, the owner said to me yeah you're going to be a red which he he doesn't know that the committee chooses it but everyone kind of knew me and my brother were going to be reds because it, it's strange but people look a certain color so like blondes are typically reds and 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 um you know darker haired boys are usually uh, browns and it it, so everyone knew we were going to be Reds the first summer, but we, they hadn't won in in five years, which was quite quite horrific for some people. You know, some people had gone to, through camp and never never won, which was was awful for them. So the first year we managed to, to pull out the bag and, and get the win, which was amazing. To to obviously I didn't know what it was going to be like, but it was five days of the most intense thing I've ever I've genuinely ever done. You you we wake up early, um you have to you can't talk in meals. You have to make sure you got a clean shirt on every day. Um, and then you do one chant each meal, and then in between lunch and and, and dinner and, and breakfast and dinner, um, you you're doing sporting activities all day, literally all day. You'll do some all camps, so you might do like a swim meet, but then you might do you know just the beaver unit versus the beaver unit in in soccer or basketball, whatever that is. Um, but it's so amazing because you the teams you have to play everyone in that sport. So for instance, me, I'm I'm you know I'm decent at soccer, so. Everyone was like, "Oh, we'll just play H the whole time," but you can't. You can't do that, so you have to mix it up, which is such a good thing. Because then, when it came to basketball, I got to to play around there. Do you know what I mean? So, it is genuinely. It meant a lot to me at, at the time, Colour War, and it, and it still does. Uh, so it's amazing how it breaks. You don't know when it breaks. You don't know about the committee, who's on the committee, and and everything like that. So, I remember the day me and my brother got announced on the red. Well, my brother got announced on the red team, which meant I was. So everyone went went nuts and crazy. I've still got the photo actually on my wall uh, when it got announced. Um, so yeah, the second year, it it was never heard of that someone in the second year would would be the co-captain of the team, and it's it's it is genuinely really a prestigious thing. You know, you go into our alumni lounge, and it's on every year since nineteen twenty four when camp started. There's a plaque, so it's either red or brown, whoever won that year, and then on the back of the plaques is the signature of the captain and the co-captain who won. So to to be up on that wall, win or lose, it at that point was was just amazing. Um, I think I was told I was the first person to do it in their second year, um, which was you know a huge huge honour. Um, and then my brother was was co-captain the year after, which was was pretty special as well uh, to watch him do it after me. Um, and we and we won my year as well, which was which was pretty amazing to go back to back um, and to win as a co-captain as well was just was pretty awesome. But it, you know it was a big honour um, at the time to to do that. 
it's something I'll, I'll hold with me forever. Love it. And how do they? How do you get picked as a captain? Is it like how's it announced? And so claw breaks. So usually uh, claw breaks, and it'll be similar to your camp. With I don't know if you do Olympics or whatever it is, George. But um, it breaks, and that year I think so we have a zip line, and this like Yeti flew off the zip line. There was flares. There was cars driving round. Um, and when they hold up the plaques, because they can be fake out, so when they hold up the plaques, you know it's like the real thing. So pulled out the plaques, whatever, and everyone went crazy. And then, uh, then you, you we go sit outside the, the the field office, which is like the dining hall, um, and the red sit on one side, the brown sit on another, and then all the new kids sit in the middle. Uh, so they announce the committee. So there's usually five five people on the committee. So they announce them, and then the head of the committee reads out who's on each team. So they read out, and then they go from the youngest kids to the oldest. So as I said, my brother got announced. So everyone knew I was on the red team, and. Uh, there were some other people who went the other way, whatever. Um, and then you go into it's tradition. The the Reds go into the um, the staff lounge and the Browns go into the, the alumni lounge and the team vote from junior. You have junior co-captains and captains. You have senior, intermediate, and then you have the, the captains and co-captains and um, the team votes. The team votes if you so you have to get nominated. So I think my brother nominated me. He said H for co-captain, and you have to then stand outside the room, um, which was horrible because I was with like some of my best friends, Til Tilda and Sean, who deserve to be co-captain just as much you know they've been there all their life so it was horrible because we all wanted it but we all you know um we all wanted to win as well so it's kind of like a bit bittersweet thing um so yeah you, you get you and then the committee count up how many votes and you go back in and they, they announced me which was you know such an amazing feeling and it was caught on camera as well so that was that was pretty nice it's very cute um and what kind of what were your responsibilities as as co-captain for throughout the, the club so, in all honesty, it's quite a lot. So, you have to wake the youngest kids. So, you sit in tables. So, the co-captain and captain sit with the youngest kids and the smallest kids at camp. So, you are literally like a counsellor for them for, for five days straight. You have to make sure they're at their events. You have to make sure um, they're there doing what they need to do. Um, you have to wake them up in the morning. You have to make sure they've all got clean shirts on. You have to make sure their shoelaces are tied, their hands are washed because we do like hand inspections and things like that. So, um, it was honestly one of the most. I, I, I'm so thankful I'll never have to do it again because it was it was such hard work, but also the the, amaz the most amazing five days. You know, you have to you have rallies where you have to practice. We do a sing at the end, so you have to practice songs um, while practicing chants for that night. Then we do uh, all sorts. You have to organize like the swim meet is hectic, so you have to organize who's doing which one, who's doing which event, and then at the end you have to organize the relay and make sure each kid. And if you do one kid too many, you get disqualified instantly. And if if someone goes twice you get disqualified and it's just um but the, the the most tricky thing about it all is that you don't know how it's scored you you have no idea how it's scored so you could win a soccer match and the doubts in your mind would be did we actually win you don't know if you won you, you in theory yeah you won the game but um you you gen no campers and, and and most staff genuinely have no idea how it's scored um so it, it's pretty yeah it's pretty um pretty intense and honestly genuinely the most amazing five days and, and plus it's great for the staff as well if you're not on committee you literally just get five days off to referee matches and stuff as well so that's pretty cool nice and then so 2018 you went back again but this time as a, a staff member how was the the transition from from camper to counsellor yeah really tough really tough actually it was so as i said it, it, me and my friend sean who's now my, my best friend in, in the world we were we were we were meant to be CITs and, and Sean really didn't want to go back as a CIT and I just wanted to go back to camp. Um, but none, no one was really going back. 
Um, so the guys was in, we were in a cabin with, were undecided whether they were going to be CITs or not. And in the end, they, they ended up going. But last minute, me and, me and Sean got a call off Jeff and he said, you know, we, we need some staff. Um, so me and, me and Sean did it. We jumped on the chance. I, I was working at the lake and, and, and doing a bit of soccer here and there and working at the pool. And I think Sean was doing doing fitness in the gym. Um, but it was really tough. Staff, staff training was, was kind of awful, to be honest with you, because me and Sean were just kind of by ourselves. We made friends. Um, but you know there was a divide of like man and Sean's camp age group wasn't there and, and the the age group above they 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 had their friendship group and you know they'd grow up together so we we were friends but you know we didn't really hang out too much at the start and and all the eldest kind of alumni just thought oh these guys should be CITs and whatever um so it was tough it was really tough um at first and not only that you have to accept you know you have to watch the 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 campers then playing tournaments that you were playing in a year before and you're like, God oh, damn it, I, I just wish I was playing or there's so many things that, that make it such a difficult transition. Um, so I definitely think my first year on, on, on staff was, was really tough, uh, amazingly enjoyable again, but um, tough, for, tough for many parts. What, what do you think one of the hardest things was? Like, I think for me would be the, I guess it's kind of not as much fun. Obviously you still have, lots of fun but you're not just there so solely fun you got a lot more responsibility was there like one thing in particular that you kind of really missed from the, the summers before the competing the sports the 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 being in the cabin 24 7 with your friends you know you're at camp as a staff member and you you get to see your friends on days off you get to see them in, in between periods but when you're a camper you're with your friends 24 7 that's it you, you do everything with them so you know you, you have to get used to not seeing your friends all day um which is what my perception of camp was. You just hang out with friends all day. So you have to get used to that, which is really hard um, it, when you've changed from a camper to a counsellor. But the, the other the other thing is is was Colorado. That that was really tough to watch. You know, my brother be competing and, and them singing the songs. And I, obviously, I can't be biased at that point because I've got kids in my cabin who are reds and browns. And obviously, I wanted the reds to win that year because of my brother. Um, but... It, it was really, really tough to, to watch that happen because all you want to do is compete and I'm such a competitive person anyway. All I wanted to do was jump on the field and, and do that. But, you know, but then you've got the bonuses of having days off and then you get to see your friends and, and once you start to get your head around that, it's still hard to choose, but definitely it's a very close call between being staff and camper once you once you get your head around it. Yeah, and how, how was it with the kids? Obviously you were saying that some of the staff still kind of saw you as a CIT and not an actual staff member was that kind of rubbed off a little bit on the kids as well or no 100% because because the eldest kids were my brother was my brother's age group so I if for instance if they came to my period I would have to tell them what to do and they would just tell me to shut up they would just tell me to, they wouldn't listen to me but but of course I it was probably me being really immature as well like I probably wouldn't ever tell them what to do but um the respect from from the eldest guys definitely was tough was tough to gain um, that first year but but my kids I had such an amazing cabin and I had the cabin again the year after and I, I would have had them again this summer um, but the, the the kids I had I got really really lucky um, with with my boys and that they, they were amazing I, of course they used to still laugh at me and it was difficult to be unbiased during it and, and you know sometimes a few of them got upset because they thought I was, was cheering for the Reds or whatever and that so that was that was tough but um you know, I got really lucky with my cabin that year at camp, and I think that if it wasn't that I had such a good cabin, it definitely would have been a lot harder. Yeah, I could imagine that being a struggle going from being such a young staff member as well to try and get the, get the respect and 
being being control of the, all of them, especially if one of them is your brother. Yeah, yeah. I remember we we went to I was I was helping out with the football coach, and you know sometimes you you know you see the the kids doing something that um maybe they shouldn't do. My oldest brother's cabin, maybe they should, you know whatever it might be. Maybe you see them doing something they shouldn't be. In. You you want to turn a blind eye to it, but can you? And that it's just very difficult, very difficult to manage. But you know you get used to it after a while. Um, and then finally, so into to last summer, your, your second year on staff was that a bit more, a bit easier for you? Now you you're coming back for another year on staff, kind of everyone knew you were a staff member and and kind of knew what you were doing. A hundred percent, and I, I did pre camp as well, pre pre camp. So I was there for for kind of I think maybe seven weeks before any other person got there. So me, Matt, and Asaf were there for two, two of my friends. We were there just raking leaves for for seven weeks, which was tough work. But you know when so the benefit of that was we were there. And every new staff member that came, they we were the first person they met, and I so I I got I didn't have to walk in one day and meet everyone. Whereas I met them when they came. You know, people come at different times, so I met everyone as they came. Um, and that it was a bit different that year. Everyone kind of saw me as oh, he's an ex camper. He's he's been on staff. He knows what he's doing, type of thing. Rather than he's an ex camper, but he shouldn't be on staff. Um, so everyone kind of respected that a lot more. Um, but. It last last summer was honestly one of the best summers of my life, hundred percent. It it was just amazing. I I was so close to my friends, all my friends that I was campers with. They all came back to be on staff. Um, some halfway through came because there was a few job openings, and genuinely was the most amazing summer. Um, I felt like I knew what I was doing. I I just enjoyed it so much more. Um, and and plus you let go of the things of like oh you wanting to compete and 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 all that type of stuff. You let go of that. I think once you once you get your head around it, so. It it really was amazing. Do you still you keep saying about the the, the competing side? Do you still have like for our color war you know, during the Olympics we have like council games? So we have council soccer and stuff like that. So and we also we also play soccer against other camps. Like we have three games each each summer. Do you have anything like that to? Not at all, really. To be honest, we 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 do councillor soccer every Sunday and councillor basketball after that. So that, but that's just between staff and you. You you, it's like a chill thing. And um, but during colour war, you you, the the staff play councillor soccer each morning, which is awesome. And it that's that's the closest it gets to competition, really, with the staff. Um, because because it is genuinely really just all about the kids for them five days. Um, so that there's not really much in terms of competition like that. Um. For the, for the staff no which I think definitely there could be especially if you're an international and you, you it's your first year um, but you know I, I don't mind it camp is for the kids at the end of the day and, and to make them five days or make the seven weeks as special as they can be is is is, is you know we, we would staff did that for us so that's that's kind of what we do for them as well so yeah um, and then for, for that last for the summer last summer you were on the colour committee as well yeah, so that was that was a pretty big honour. So obviously, I was saying you don't you don't know how colour was scored, um, you don't you don't know it's scored until you get on committee. But, but even still, you don't know you, you don't know how you're going to get asked to be on committee. You don't know who asks you to be on committee. You don't know you don't know anything about it. Um, so I can't really really say too much about any of that because if if some of my, my campers are listening, I can't can't give away the secrets. Um, but it really was the most amazing five days of, of my life and then you have meetings beforehand to organize how it's going to break and, and everything like that um so you know i got to to find out how it's scored and and you 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 are in charge of camp for them five days if you're on the committee you you run camp you tell the kids where to go what 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 anything and, and you you tell the staff if they can leave camp and 
you you genuinely are um, in charge of company. It's, it's it's such a prestigious thing that's been going literally for for since nineteen twenty four. The the, the Cold War secrets. So it's passed down and passed down. And you know, it's so cool to be able to talk to you know my my counselors when I was a kid and they were on committee and to be able to talk to them about it and. And it's it's such an honour. So I was on there with Sean and, and Martin Evan and, and Todd, which was so Sean is obviously one of my best friends. So that was just insane to be on that with him, having having you know kind of grown up at camp with him. Um, it's kind of like the end product of camp, I guess. Um, you know that's kind of the, the peak. Um, so yeah, it was that was that just that was the icing on the cake, really. So it all sounds very mysterious. No, honestly, it, we, we you know we carry clipboards around. We we make notes twenty four seven of of what's going on and 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 um, keep keep score of, of color war. And then and then it, you know color war might finish two weeks before the end of camp or, or ten days before the end of camp, and you don't reveal who won till the very last night of camp. Um, so even after that, you know you kind of get people still think you know people are still like the kids are still like kind of nicer to you because they don't want to affect the score or they don't want to you know what I mean they don't want to do anything so um but yeah it is it is super mysterious and it's it's such an amazing thing you know if I if I didn't know how it was scored when I was a camper it wouldn't have been what it was it really wouldn't have been what it was it would have been um you know part part of how exciting it is is not knowing and and it's just yeah it, it really is amazing and it's 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 an honor to be able to keep the secret safe to be honest with you it's cute um and so after so I guess fifty percent of your your camping life has been as a camper and the other as a staff member. Um is the one that you uh, are the one you prefer or one summer out of the four that kind of stands out as your favourite summer? I think you know, I think the the first summer because because it was so new was was so amazing. Um but I could go through literally every summer and give different reasons why that one would be the best. Um I re- genuinely really could. Um so I, I don't think I could say to be honest with you because they all have such amazing reasons for being the best one. Uh, different people, different stories, different different jobs at camp, different roles, whatever. Um, you know, every summer I go to camp, and it's so sad to not be there now. But every summer I go to camp is genuinely amazing. So I, I couldn't pick. Good answer. Good answer. I like that. I think yeah, for me, my first one's probably the best, just because like like you say, you don't really know what to expect or what's going to happen, and it's all. Whereas each summer after that, you kind of know what's going to happen, even though it's with mm-hmm. different people and everything like that. You still kind of have an assumption of how the summer's going to going to go almost. Um, but still, like each one's been been incredible. Um, and so, whilst you and your brother are at camp and your sisters are at camp, your your parents are running a camp. Is that right? Yeah. So my parents are now now directors of a camp um, called Camp Wakila for Girls. Which is about twenty minutes up the road from us. It's in a different state, um, but it it literally is twenty. There's is in New Hampshire, but it literally is twenty minutes away. And you know it, that that's amazing as well because on nights off I go see them and I'll go chill with them. On days off I might I might spend a day with them here or there. Um, and it's amazing that they're there. I don't I don't see them too much, but it's amazing to know that they're they're there. My my sisters, I think my sister's been six times now. My other one, uh, four. My, one sister doesn't go anymore, but I'm sure she'll be back. You know she's traveling at the moment, but I'm sure she'll be back and, and go back at some point. Um, but yes, yeah, so my parents do that full time, and and it's very much in the fa- in the family year round now, um, which is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I'm sure we'll just spend more more time in the states, uh, as you know, as time goes on. And when when you guys all get back to to Liverpool after camps finish, you sit down for that first first dinner. Is it like quite competitive? The 
like the stories of like my camps my camps are there. So me and my brother refuse to talk about their camp. We have this thing whenever they talk about their camp, me and my brother just refuse. And we we pretend that we just hate it and we think it's an awful camp, which obviously it's not. We just pretend that that, that it's kind of you know it's kind of not as good and we, we we refuse to talk about it. But then whenever me and my brother get going, my sisters feel the exact same way. Um, but it's so nice, you know. I speak to some of my friends and they they go home to their families and they just don't get it. They they have no one to talk to. They come home here and they just they can't talk to anyone. So it's so nice to be able to talk about the memories and talk about what happened at camp with someone who was there as well. Um, you know, we both we both share a passion for it and a love for the place. So so nice to be able to to talk to him whenever we want. And you know, talking to camp with my sisters and my family as well. It's camp is camp. Different stories, different different traditions, but it's still the same principle and still the same you know, values here or there. Um, so it, it's just amazing people. We, we, the amount of times we talk about around the dinner table, um, you know, it's probably a bit too much to be fair, but, we, you know, we all love it so much. Well, yeah, like you say, your house is named after a summer camp. Did your parents meet at camp or did they already know each other? No, my, my parents met in, in high school, actually. Um, they, they've known each other a long time. Um, but they but they went to camp together. They they did go over there, but they didn't meet at camp, um, which would would have been a nice story. Yeah, it would have been better. I'd edit that out instead. <laughs> Fair enough, that's cute. Um, and then so obviously the last few years as well, you've been working working for camp leaders, making all the incredible videos and and stuff like that to to, to promote camps. Um, how's that been getting in, a bit more involved in in all the other camps and seeing kind of a bit more of behind the scenes of how how people actually get out to camp and hearing all those stories. So I think two parts. I'm very I have a bad mentality sometimes, and you'll know it from your camp. Uh, Ex campers have a very maybe privileged, I would say, outlook at camp sometimes. And so I'm very conscious of not having that, but at the same time, maybe I use it to my benefit at camp sometimes. You know what I mean? So I'm very conscious. So whenever at first when I was when we were talking to people about going to camp, I'm very like oh yeah, well I know camp and so it doesn't really matter if you have a good time. Do you know what I mean? That that was kind of my outlook at first. But then very quickly changed that to be like, all these people are going to experience what I experienced. You know, all these people are going to, because when I first started working for camp leaders, I was still a camper. I still hadn't been to camp on staff. So I was, that was very much my attitude. Um, So I, I definitely didn't realise like, that I, maybe I just didn't realise the impact it had on me, to be fair. Maybe I didn't think that, you know, it did have an impact on me. It takes, I think it takes a while, especially because I was young, it took a while for me to realise that. Um, but, you know, being able to send people over there with what I do um, and to create content around summer camp all year round um, was just amazing. It really was amazing. Um, I, I went to film over in Canada for, for Camp Canada and I was very sceptical because it was the first time I'd really been to totally new camps and, you know, I'm sure you're the same judge when you get to new camps. You kind of judge it and you're like, oh, well, my camp's got a nicer lake or, or whatever. Um, so I was very, but some of the camps over there were spectacular anyway. Um, so I was very sceptical at times, but, you know, you just meet so many like-minded people wherever you go, whatever camp you go to, everyone's there for the same reason. And, and you know, I always said if, 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 if I didn't have my camp, if I didn't go there back the second year, I would just spend every year just going to different camps because you would have such an amazing experience wherever you went. Different, but you would have an amazing, I, I have no doubt you would have an amazing experience. Um, wherever you went so it is amazing to be able to to help do my part and, and get other people out out to camp cool mate. so i've got got three questions left which are the same three questions i ask everyone at the end so i'm sure you've you've listened to all the other episodes yeah. so far so 
you know them all off by, off by heart by now. Just don't ask them, I'll just answer them. Just don't ask them. Well, so, yeah, first one, um, what, what's something you've taken from your experiences at camp and then used in, in the real world? Oof. That's a good question. Um, something I've taken from, from my experiences. I, I think an, an open-mindedness to talk to, to new people and not to judge people before you speak to them. You know, you, you meet people at camp and, and the great thing about our camp is it's it's a very athletic camp and, you know, if you're good at sports then you, you kind of get some respect. But the amazing thing is if you're not good at sports, the camp will get behind you and push you to, to, to do things no matter what. Um, so I think definitely just, you know, I'm a pretty, I was a pretty outgoing person anyway, but definitely to just speak to people um, and, you know, ultimately connections make everything and, and meeting, you know, I've got friends from all around the world now because of camp. Um, so I, I, I think it would, it's probably a bit of a cliched answer, but I think just, just being so much more open-minded about things uh, and, and giving things a go and speaking to people before you, you make your mind up whether you like it or you don't like a person. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm, I'm always, like, you always struggle to, to not judge people with how they look or or what they do kind of thing. And then at camp, it's such an even playing ground, playing field, like everyone's the same there for the same reasons. And you get to know people from different walks of life a lot more than you, you would normally, which is, is amazing. Um, what, what would be your advice for someone going for their first, first summer at camp so that could be for a counsellor or you know for a camper anything like that personally uh, for, for, for a staff member I would say don't have any expectations of, of camp don't have any expectations of of will it be like the parent shop don't 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 have any it will be like the parent shop but don't don't expect it to be um, don't have any expectations of what you think it will be because firstly it will blow all them expectations out the water no, no doubt but things will be so different things are so different at camp than, than what you realize um make don't 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 definitely don't stick to to one group of friends if you make friends you know join join staff training don't don't stick to them group of friends because it, it's it's genuinely pointless it you will make some amazing friends and you know hang out with them for sure but just meet and speak to as many new people as you can and and one thing that i loved as a camper one thing i really loved as a camper was not being allowed my phone you know as a staff member you're allowed it here or there as a camper I genuinely loved not having my phone for the seven weeks you know we we tried to sneak them in I, I'd snuck them in two years running and never got caught um but I, I didn't use it once every each year I took it and thought I'll sneak it in but I didn't get caught once uh sorry I didn't you had I didn't get caught but I also didn't use it once um so the the, the advice as a staff member would be just don't touch your phone you know capture memories take photos but just, just leave it because you, you'll make such stronger bonds with with your campers, with with staff members, if you just be be there, be there in that moment. Um, you know, it's it's that's that is the reason camp is so so amazing. Is because one of the big reasons is you you know when things get awkward, you can't turn to your phone and, and go on it and, and go on Facebook and ignore someone. You have to talk to them. You have to make conversation, and that's you know that for me is one of the most special things about camp. Hundred percent. So yeah, don't don't go on your phone and and, and don't stay in in groups of friends I think would, would be the, the the advice. Nice, yeah, for sure. I think it's so easy, like if you like say sit with someone just to sit and scroll through Instagram and pay more attention to your phones, but you are kind of forced to chat to people and get to know people, which which is, is lovely. Um all right mate, final question. 
So what's your most treasured memory from camp? Oh, jeez. Um, my most treasured memory. You know, I think as a whole, my most treasured memory is every, every Sunday at camp, we, we, we do campfire. Um, and we all sit on the hill and it overlooks a beautiful mountain with a beautiful river and, and it perfectly, where we all sit, the sun sets perfectly right in between the trees, behind the mountain and on the river. It's it's the most perfect picturesque place you, you could ever imagine. And I think, although that's not the days off, the boat trips, the the trips, the it's not the, you know, the, the colour war, it's not the committee, it's not the new friends. That's everything as a whole. When you sit there every Sunday, that is everything every person at camp is in one place you we people sing people do skits people whatever and it it can be quite boring sometimes we laugh about it it can be quite boring but it's the most amazing time of the week you just sit there and you're chilling you're sat next to your campus you you, you can sit with your friends as well and it genuinely that to me is is my most most treasured memory of camp and the thing that i look forward to more than anything throughout the year it's something that you know i wish i was doing this sunday and and everyone in the camp community wishes they were there you know when people come back to visit our camp each year we have always have people come to speak at a sunday campfire and that's what they say they say this is you know if they could give anything to be a part of that community and, and you know when you when you go back to visit it's probably not quite the same because you're not you are a member of the community but you're not part of that summer you're not part of anything um so being a part of that family at campfire for me is is the number one thing that i i i you know, hold close to my heart. Beautiful. Um, that's all all the questions I've got for you, um, BH. Very <sighs> past the test. You're definitely a camp camp legend. Um, shame we're not not there this year, but hopefully you'll be back. Yeah, living it up next summer. Um, any anything to finish on? Yeah. So thank you for having me, George. Um, it's been it's been lovely to be here you know speaking about camp whoever you speak about it is always you know we could talk for me and you could talk for hours about it, i'm sure um so yeah thank you thank you for having me beautiful mate thank you for turning up